This is Why Oregon Why. Thank you, Random Voice, and hello, everyone. Welcome to Why Oregon Why. My name is Aaron Gimba. Thank you for listening. Today's topic, why are the Oregon Ducks the Ducks, and why are the Oregon State Beavers the Beavers? With apologies to Portland State, University of Portland, Linfield, we're talking about the two biggest schools in this day. Now, Maybe if we're desperate for topics on why Oregon, why maybe maybe we'll talk about why why are the George Fox Bruins the Bruins? But we got to get pretty, <laughs> we got to be running out of ideas in order to get to that. Now I will say the Oregon Ducks have a way more interesting history than the Oregon State Beavers, just like their football team. Or Oregon's always been more interesting. Always had a better team, better history. Sorry, Beavers, your football team hasn't been relevant since Derek Anderson was your quarterback, all right? Yeah, you had Derek Anderson, you had Chad Ochocinco, you had Steven Jackson, TJ Husmanzada was on that. How did that team not win the national championship? Holy smokes. That's an amazing team. Anyways, University of Oregon has... A very cool history. Let's start with the Ducks, and then we'll get to the Beavers. Now, the Oregon teams were originally known as the Webfoots. Who are the Webfoots, you might ask? Well, we have to go back to December 25th, 1776. What is some like colonial music in the background or something? Late in the evening, George Washington and 2,400 of his finest men crossed the Delaware River north of Trenton. They are ferried across by the Webfoot Regiment a band of Massachusetts fishermen led by Colonel John Glover. The next morning, George Washington leads a surprise attack on Trenton, demanding a decisive victory against the British. The battle becomes pivotal in increasing the morale of the Continental Army coming off of a losing streak. And the victory inspired thousands of colonial Americans to join the Continental Army. And the Webfoots, are largely credited for making that victory possible. And so it's really cool, because remember, there's that famous painting of George Washington crossing the Delaware River. Well, those are the Webfoot in that same boat. Now, descendants of the Webfoot Regiment traveled along the Oregon Trail and settled in the Willamette Valley. And the state was nicknamed the Webfoot State. Locals find the name fitting due to the high precipitation in western Oregon. So the Oregon teams were originally known as the Webfoots probably about as early as the 1890s. And that nickname game began early last century when Oregon was originally known as the Webfoot State. Do you know that? That was before the Beaver State. They were known as the Webfoot State. Students there took a shine to the slogan and referred to themselves as Webfoots, and their yearbook was known as the Webfoot. Now, when the new model became the Beaver State in 1909, Oregon students changed the yearbook name to the Beaver before switching back. And that's pretty important, that, that, that yearbook nickname, the Beaver, you'll see later on. Now, there was a naming contest, according to the Oregon Ducks website, in 1926, 
That was won by Oregonian sports writer L.H. Gregory. I should say then Oregonian. I mean, he can't still be the sports editor today. L.H. Gregory made the Webfoot's name official. And after a while, you know, Webfoot's, 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 sports editors started, started to shorten that name to the Ducks. And that name, the Ducks, students eventually voted for over new nicknames such as the Timberwolves and the Lumberjacks. There was even a live white duck named Puddles who began to appear at various sporting events. And Puddles and his various offspring were a part of the duck sports scene until the early 1940s when repeated complaints from the Humane Society finally sucked the fun out of bringing a live duck to games. That's according to the Oregon Ducks website. I don't know why, I just imagine the live duck looking like the Aflac duck. Aflac. Instead says, go ducks. Or touchdown or something silly like that. And so instead of a live duck, they brought in a mascot. And the mascot looked a lot like Donald Duck. And that mascot debuted in 1934, according to the New York Times. Now, why did the mascot look a lot like Donald Duck? Because Oregon's athletic director at the time, Leo Harris, was a good friend of Walt Disney. And Disney told Harris that the university was welcome to use Donald Duck as the mascot, provided it was in good taste. Not Donald Duck, like flipping over cars or flipping his finger or something like that. And so Oregon did. There were renderings, logos. Donald was poking out the Oregon O. And the costume mascot looked a lot like Donald, too. There were cartoon drawings of puddles everywhere beginning in 1940 that looked a lot like Donald Duck. Now, when Walt Disney died in 1966, Disney's lawyers were questioning the agreement. They were questioning the usage of Donald Duck at the University of Oregon. And so the university produced a photo showing Harris and Disney wearing matching jackets with an Oregon Donald logo. And relying on this photo as evidence of Disney's wishes, in 1973, both parties signed a formal agreement granting the university the right to use Donald's likeness as a symbol for, and restricted to, Oregon sports. And that agreement gave Disney control over where the mascot could perform and ensure that the performer inside the costume would, quote, properly represent the Donald Duck character. And it's interesting because on merchandise, the Donald Duck logo can be hard to find these days. Part of the agreement with Disney was to restrict the sale of the Donald logo to mostly around Eugene and Portland, said Craig Pintons, who's the university's senior associate athletic director. Oregon's primary logo is a stark yellow duckless O. And although the mascot's biography calls him Donald, Oregon officials call him the duck, as if to distinguish the characters. And they might point out that the two are not identical at all. Now, according to the New York Times, based, besides the color schemes, their clothing has slight variations. The style of headwear, the duck wears a sailor hat. Donald Duck has a navy flat hat. The stripes on their cuff, two for the duck, one for Donald. And the duck is in much better shape, leaner through the hips. Donald, he just has a lot of heart, high blood pressure, I would say. Not as healthy. But the biggest difference is in the eyes. 
Donald Duck has small oval pupils resting at the bottom of his giant eyes. And the duck's pupils these days are round and big as if he was stuck in a dark closet. Donald Duck speaks in a spittle spraying lisp. I can't do a good Donald. I cannot do a good Donald Duck. I can do a good Goofy. Yuck. I can do a good Mickey. Hi, everybody. Cannot do a Donald Duck. I just can't do it. Um, the Oregon Duck is mute. In which some people would argue that I should make that impersonation more often. Sad. And then quickly here before we move on, a Nike-designed futuristic spandex costume-wearing duck called Mandrake and nicknamed Duck Vader and Robo Duck by the student body began appearing at athletic events in 2002, but immediately disappeared by 2003, and they brought back the duck. Thank goodness they brought back the ducks. That was a scary, scary mascot. So we can thank a lot of people for the history of the Oregon Ducks. Leo Harris, the athletic director, Walt Disney, and of course, at the very beginning, L.H. Gregory, the sports editor of the Oregonian. And I just find L.H. Gregory fascinating. He had over 50 years of sports writing here. He created a lot of unique nicknames. Johnny Pesky, that's the name he created for Portland Beaver star John Pavskovich prior to his long career at the Boston Red Sox. And he created that name because his name didn't fit in the headlines. This is according to the Oregonian. He coined the nickname the Tall Furs. That's the nickname of the 38-39 Oregon Ducks men's basketball team who won the national championship. And then, of course, the Webfoots. Now, interesting enough, he, referred, he refused to refer to Oregon State teams as the Beavers since, in his opinion, only the Portland baseball team could be called that name. Again, according to the Oregonian. Instead, he would call them the Orange or the Orange Men. Now let's talk about the history of the Oregon State Beavers. And honestly, the only information I can find about the history of the Beavers was on Oregon State's website, osubeavers.com. In the early days of the institution, I'm just reading it, Oregon State University's athletic teams were known as the Aggies. When orange uniforms replaced the drab sweatshirt gray and tan jerseys, the teams were referred to as the Orangemen, as now we know where that name came from. In 1916, the school yearbook was renamed the Beaver, which is interesting because remember the Oregon Ducks, they had the original yearbook name of the Beaver. And the name Beaver became associated with the school. And the name gained instant popularity among alumni and students. And then eventually the Beaver became the state's official animal. And so that's why we have the Oregon State Beavers. Now let's talk about the history of Benny Beaver, because we talked a lot about the duck. Benny needs to get some love here. Benny Beaver was adopted as Oregon State University's mascot in 1952. But there were mascots before Benny Beaver. I love this one. The first mascot was in 1893. It was a real coyote named Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy the coyote, folks. In 1909, it was a human. Dr. John Bell, a Corvallis pastor and former regent of Corvallis when the college was taken over by the state and became Oregon Agricultural College, he himself became a mascot. His mascot name was Doc Bell. He was considered to be the varsity football squad's mascot because of his attendance at advising. 
It was a person. You go from a coyote to a human. In 1921, there was an attempt to make a live beaver, Bevo, into the school mascot, but not surprisingly, didn't have much success. And so then you had Benny the Beaver. He came in September 18th, 1952, in an effort to pick up sagging school spirit. And this is an actual quote at the time from the barometer, the student paper. Benny Beaver, the rally squad candidate for handsomest man in school, has never been on campus before. The animal stands six feet tall, wears vivid orange knickerbockers, a black jersey, and his familiar orange and black rooter's lid. Benny Beaver, handsomest man? That's really odd. And he's still the mascot today, folks. Now let's talk about the history of Benny Beaver, because we talked a lot about the duck. Benny needs to get some love here. Benny Beaver was adopted as Oregon State University's mascot in 1952. But there were mascots before Benny Beaver. I love this one. The first mascot was in 1893. It was a real coyote named Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy the Coyote, folks. In 1909, it was a human. Dr. John Bell, a Corvallis pastor and former regent of Corvallis when the college was taken over by the state and became Oregon Agricultural College, he himself became a mascot. His mascot name was Doc Bell. He was considered to be the varsity football squad's mascot because of his attendance and advising. <laughs> it was a person. You go from a coyote to a human. In 1921, there was an attempt to make a live beaver, Bevo, into the school mascot, but not surprisingly, didn't have much success. And so then you had Benny the Beaver. He came in September 18th, 1952, in an effort to pick up sagging school spirit. And this is an actual quote at the time from the barometer, the student paper. Benny Beaver, the rally squad candidate for handsomest man in school, has never been on campus before. The animal stands six feet tall, wears vivid orange knickerbockers, a black jersey, and his familiar orange and black rooter's lid. Benny Beaver, handsomest man? That's really odd. And he's still the mascot today, folks.